The school year 2020 has gotten off to an interesting start. Kids are not returning to school and instead are getting an online education. Clutch onto your keyboards and join real girlfriends across America as we discuss homeschool, the new normal. Do I have children in school? Yeah. Do you have school age yes. children? Okay. Do I so, have... I'm sorry? Do I have what? Do you have school age children? Yes, I do. I do. School age children. Okay. Yes, we do. Okay. So, as a parent, are you forced to homeschool your child this year, or in your area has the children returned to school? So they have been homeschooling. I'm sorry? They have been homeschooling over the Internet? Okay. Well, the pandemic has done interesting things for the school year because when it first hit, it closed last school year early. So this year, a lot of parents were hoping that the pandemic actually would lift a little bit just so the children can go back to school and get out of the house. 
because most children in this country have been quarantined since the pandemic back in March. It is now almost the end of September. While many areas in the country have opened up, most parents don't feel safe enough to bring their children out and socialize the way we did before the pandemic. So my first question to you, Kelly, is because you have school-age children, what grade are your children in this year? Okay, Uh Third and fourth. So, so, third and fourth grade. Are you finding it difficult, like so many parents across the nation, to keep your children's focus on school while they are at home? Mm, well, they are very dedicated and they appreciate and embrace learning. And therefore, it's working out really well. <laughs> so, oh, um, so I have you... hearing difficulty of them not applying. I've not heard any reports back where it's working, you know, against them. Well, yeah. you lucked, you lucked out. Parents are reporting that they're finding it difficult to keep their children focused on school while at home. Because let's be honest, most children, when the school year starts, they are on a set schedule, yes? They wake up at a certain time, they have to eat breakfast at a certain time, have to be dressed and ready to go out the door to either be dropped off, walked, or school bus school. Well, a lot of parents, unfortunately, most are working or are working. So now without uh, without the safety of school, they're left to either focus on their job and have to pay a babysitter and or reduce their hours just to stay home so they can teach their children. A lot of parents are very angry because they said, while they understand that it's the pandemic, they don't have time nor the experience to teach their children things because they believe that's the teacher's job. How do you feel about that, Corinne, that parents are upset about the fact that children are being homeschooled by parents instead of a teacher? Um, I think it's a double-edged sword. So it's like if you want to keep your children home, you're going to have to unfortunately deal with it. And I know some people don't even have the option because, um, you know, that's their position that they're in. Their children don't have the option to go back to school. Um, I was going to share one thing quickly. It's funny because um, I have a friend who is living right now with a teacher, and, I've, you know, I've been around them or heard them um, trying to teach second graders, which is, in, in general, is hard to keep a second grader attention. But it's even harder, it sounds like, when I'm around that, I, you know, when I hear the teacher actually trying to teach children um, how difficult it really is. And um, some of the children, I feel like they, they'll call their name for, and I'm like, where's the parent? Is, is there, like, not allowed in the room? So I, I guess my question, Kelly, is are you not allowed in the room, like, when your child is learning at home? Hello? Yes. Okay. 
I'm sorry, Kelly, did you hear me? Or are you able to be Oh, Kelly, did you? I'm sorry, um, Alexis, did you present a question in my direction? Oh, no, no. no. I, I directed a question in your direction. <laughs> What's the question? I'm sorry. Are you I, I allowed like, are you a- in the room while your children are being schooled? Right. Uh, no, like I said, the routine, uh, we come from a culture where uh, there is always a parent on standby in case of a default in the system, and there is always a parent that is home or on call and would have to cancel on their assignments or another parent would step in from the family. As far as the children, they continue to keep the routine as if they were in an active school building. The routine or the activities and the family or the functions of the individual members to the family continue aboard. And this may be why um, it goes unnoticed of experiencing difficulties. I, however, must also add, I'm sorry, Alexis and Corinne, I do not favor homeschool. I believe that the experience of the classroom and interacting and meeting and sharing and actually seeing other students uh, is a benefit, and it allows us to grow and mature um, into having better um, to having a better, uh, I guess, etiquette with each other. Well, that is true. Schools, like being able to attend school, does teach you all those things. However, the parents that choose to homeschool their students before COVID-19 hit, the reasons why they choose to homeschool their children are among a lot of reasons. And two of the most common reasons are they don't like the overcrowdedness of a public school. Because not everyone has the means to send their children to a private school where the classes are smaller. So depending where you live in the country, schools tend to be overcrowded, and so are classes. And another popular reason to homeschool your children is for religious purposes. But due to COVID-19, unless you live in an area where the schools are open, you have no choice but to homeschool your child. On a side note, I don't have children either. But if I had children, I, unfortunately, Kelly, would choose to homeschool my child or my children only because I don't like the public school system now. It has changed drastically since the last time I was in school. And I would much rather my child be in an environment where the focus is on them versus 30, 35, even sometimes 40 kids in the classroom, depending where you live. And if you have that many children in the classroom, yes, Kelly, I can understand where it teaches you social skills and etiquette. But I hate to say this in a way, I'm not sending my child to school to learn how to play well with others nor am I sending my child to school 
to learn etiquette and such things like that. I can teach that in the home, and I can set up play groups with other children in the neighborhood to teach my child that. I am sending my child to school to get an education. And unfortunately, the sad truth is not every child is on the same level, nor does every child learn in the same way. When you send your child to a public school, unfortunately, that teacher has to teach in a way that benefits the majority of the children in that classroom, let alone the curriculum for the school year, depending what grade your child is in. So what if my child does not learn well in that environment? What if my child falls behind what if, what if? So for me, if I had a child, I would choose to homeschool my child just for that reason. So my next question is to you, Kelly. Since you are not a fan of homeschooling, what are some tips you would give our parents who are listening how to keep your children on task for the school year? Because you did mention something interesting. You said that your children keep on a schedule as if they were going to school normally. Do you have any other tips you could share? Okay, wow, yes. And and thank you for um, <clears throat> the deliberation that you gave us on uh, your experience and how you uh, execute your, as a parent over um, the family. Um, and I appreciate what you have stated. Um, on the other hand, education is a hypotenuse that where we would have to accept that two minds are better than one. And granted, we do not all learn at the same pace. The information remains the same. And the exchange in the classroom is that then we would group off and the student body uh, in some attribute, is given more rights than the actual instructor because we care about each other being the same pace or greater. There is a pride, a, a student body pride, when the school receives merits because of the performance as individuals and then grade it together. And therefore, again, an active school year, which is outside of taking your studies into a more secluded uh, functional home, like with your parents, would defeat an actual um, embracement of what it is to receive education and apply it in society because it will no longer, once we receive our education and we're going up through the pyramids, we are no longer just turning to the family. We are now a member to the family and a strength in society. I'm not sure if I lost you guys. Oh, no, no. Okay. No, we heard you. 
No, we're still here. Well, thank you for sharing that. And while I do agree that sometimes group activity does allow, does encourage students to learn at the same pace, I'm just going to be frank. When I was in public school, I have always noticed that there are students who need a little extra help, the average student, and then the student who is just smarter than the others. I hate to put it that way. It's just true. So when you go to a public school, I have been both in honors and AP classes and regular classes. I was never a part of the special needs class because I did not have a learning disability that required me to be. But in a regular class, for me, honestly, it was frustrating to be in a regular class sometimes because when I was in a regular class, if I had a classmate that did not learn at an average pace, they could not pick up the material quickly enough. They could not pick up the lesson plan quickly enough. Our teacher would have to slow down and explain things over and over again. And for me, that's frustrating. And I think it's also frustrating for other students in the classroom who either learn at an average pace or faster pace. Because if you're a student who does not have special needs but learn at a slower pace and you get put in a class, they have to balance that class out. Unless it's a special needs class, unless it's an honors or AP class, you're going to end up falling behind. So for me, while I have no children, if I had children, I would be concerned of that because in an honors and AP class, it's a much faster pace. You're expected to pick up the material. You're expected to do a lot of independent work. Yes, your teacher is there to give you the lesson plan. Yes, your teacher is there to give you the lecture, but it's mostly you doing the work and it's expected. In a regular class, your teacher tends to coddle you a little more. And, like, for some students, they benefit from that. But for other students, what if you fall behind? You end up holding your class behind. And for me, as a parent, I hate to put it this way, yes, I understand that other parents have a right to worry about their children's educational needs. But me, as a parent, I'm not going to worry about somebody else's child's educational needs or otherwise. I'm going to worry about my child or my children because they come first. And an education is the most important thing that you can give a child. So if I have the means to send my child to an overcrowded public school, regardless of the social, regardless of the student body activity, I'm just going to choose to homeschool my child. While I choose to homeschool my child, my child will not be in the house 24-7. There is a charter school for homeschooled children. You have to adhere to a very strict curriculum. You have to register within your own state. And they will give you a list of parents in your area who choose to homeschool their children. And it's usually that they hang out with the children who are homeschooled. Or you can choose to homeschool your children for certain classes and send them to school for other classes. So there are plenty of ways to work it out. But my, ori- 
original question to you, Kelly, was besides keeping your children on a regular schedule as if they were in a regular school year, do you have any other tips to share with our listeners about how you can keep your child focused at home during homeschool? Oh, I apologize. Yes, but of course. Uh, Well, again, it goes with um, the advice or the suggestion that I would give to our parents is to keep them on routine. The routine is that the, the school period usually runs from about 7 in the morning until 2 p.m. And that as long as they are dedicating from 7 to 2 p.m. at home, this is a school period. There is no television. There is There happens to be a lunch break or recreation hour for them that they basically bring the functions that were out in the school building into their home and allow the children to be more independent, that they can be trusted, that they are almost like monitors. They can be trusted to getting the work done that they are needing to get done or complete within that period of time, that it will be no different because you are home than it is when you are at the school building. Okay. Thank you so much. Is that agreeable? Okay, I do yeah. have a question, um, Alexis. Uh, you mentioned that your experience in when you were schooling in younger years, um, you ran into the difficulties that uh, you were able to acknowledge to the material a lot smoother than a stu- an, uh, another student body. Um, was it that all of your classes were dictated to you by one instructor and you were constantly in one classroom with the same students where they, you were not ever brought to another classroom or a different body members of students? Where did you experience that? <laughs> I've not ever heard anyone... Um, I com- all honesty, when because growing up as an Asian child, my parents had high expectations. So I learned how to read way before the average kid does. I was reading by the time I was in kindergarten. And I knew my multiplication by the time I was in preschool, only because my mother chose to start my education when I was a toddler versus my regular classmates. So when I was in elementary school, when I only had one teacher, it was very frustrating for me because, I hate to put it this way, smarter than the average kid, right? And when you're no, being wait, 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 I'm sorry, not to... I- I'd like to uh, backtrack a little bit. You only had one teacher that would instruct all of the different courses, mathematics, history. Oh, I see. In elementary school, there is only one teacher. So that's where I ran into a lot of difficulties as a child because I started acting out 
only because I was being bored. I don't want, as a child, I did not want to sit there and listen to my teacher explain something five times because there happens to be another classmate or several classmates who could not pick up at a regular pace. Things got slightly better in middle school only because I had several teachers. The same thing, again, in high school. But along with having different teachers, when I was a middle school student, when I was a high school student, in my regular classes, it was still a little frustrating. Because when you go Mm -hmm. to a public school, sadly, they do do standardized testing, and that's to see where a child does best in which classes, or the student body has to be divided up equally. You can't keep all the slow children in one class. You can't keep the average students in one class. You can't keep all the high-ranking students. There's no easy solution. So they mix the student body up, and I understand that. But for me, when I was in high school, it was very frustrating for me to the point where my grades started to suffer a little bit because I'm sitting there bored to tears while my teacher has to explain something for the 15th time. And I'm sitting there, and I'm feeling like, why am I here when they can't pick up this material? So for me, I got moved to honors and AP classes, but honors and AP classes or harder classes are not the solution for every child. So for me, if I were to have children, I would much rather homeschool my child so all the focus can be on my child in whatever learning style that benefits my child. If my child happens to be a genius, if my child happens to learn at a quicker pace, they can move according to their speed. If my child needs more time than the average student, then they can take their time learning that lesson. They're not rushed. They don't need to feel embarrassed that they might not be learning at the same pace. They don't need to feel frustrated if they happen to learn at a faster pace. But with that, we badly do need to take a break, and we'll be back as soon as possible. Thank you. Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Congratulations to the father and daughter duo, Ron Cephas-Jones and Jasmine Cephas-Jones.
Ron Cephas Jones won his second Creative Arts Emmy Award for the category Guest Actor in a Drama Series for his role on This Is Us. His daughter, Jasmine, won her first Creative Emmy Award for her role in QB's hashtag Free Rayshon in the category for Outstanding Actress in a Short-Form Comedy or Drama Series. This marks the first time a father-daughter duo won an Emmy in the same year. We wish the father-daughter duo future success. And we are back. So, homeschooling during pandemic is not easy, and there are plenty of articles out there suggesting how parents can homeschool their children because they're finding it difficult. One of the major concerns that most people have is when you go to public school, all the resources are provided to you the computers, the curriculum, the teachers, etc. Unfortunately, when you're at home school, not everyone has access to a computer. Not everyone has access to Internet. In order to educate our children during this pandemic time, it is required that you have Internet at home plus a computer for your children to sign in to whatever program your school happens to have so your teacher can instruct the student on whatever subject is happening is happened to be on the board for that day. However, most students are struggling learning this way. As Kelly pointed out, school is a place to socialize. School is a place to be with your peers. For most students who are being homeschooled thanks to the pandemic, they are struggling because they can't interact with anyone. They can't interact with the teachers in the way they're used to. They can't interact with their friends. They definitely can't interact with their fellow students. So, Kelly, for you, have you noticed any difference in your children since they're being homeschooled this year versus when they were before the pandemic when they were attending school regularly? Well, it is a blessing uh, to see how meticulous our little ones are uh, and have uh, discipline. And uh, it's interesting to observe them busy at the mind. Um, But also you can see that they are frustrated because uh, they have a concern of being with other people their age and um, that they are the future. And as they are participating and interacting with each other, they are not only taking on to similar information when they are in classrooms, that they all stand pretty much under the same denominator. It's um, they know each other and they hold each other. And not only is it into a political world, but they also make emotional worlds that they deserve to have. And that does not start just, it does not uh, end at home. That beginning for them is missing. 
and they're being deprived of being able to mix and mingle and differentiate to really knowing how to separate their eggs from what they can identify to or want to. And you can see that and we all have felt it in one way or another. Yeah, sadly, this year has for everyone in the nation and all across the world. And our children's education are sadly being affected by this pandemic. So some of the tips that I found online for parents who are finding it difficult to encourage their children to stay focused in this rather unusual mode of learning is to offer an incentive. Normally, during a school year, you do not offer your child an incentive to go to school. But unfortunately, these aren't normal times. Some children think that because they're not going into a school building, they are not responsible for going to school. So one parent wrote, she goes, on the first day of school, I offered my child an extra half hour of recreational time. If she got up for school on time and diligently went through her school schedule with her new teacher via the computer, every week she would earn stars or subtract stars based on her behavior, her diligence at school, etc. And at the end of the week, depending on the number of stars she earned, she would get a reward. Some of those reward ideas are a movie night an activity that she can choose to do with either parent, extra dessert, whatever it is under the stars. Another parent wrote, how I keep my children on schedule is she makes them, like you, Kelly, adhere to their normal school hours, where, like you, she doesn't allow any television. She has set aside a designated space in her house that is designated as the school building where they're at school. So she allows her child breakfast time. She allows her child a snack time. And because her children are still school age in elementary school, because they do get half an hour of recess or whatever it is during the school year that they have, she allows them that. But then back to school they go. And then after school they have their normal activities like soccer and stuff in the backyard, right? For other parents, they're expressing, expressing concerns that they either have to focus on work and or their children at home. The pandemic has already wiped out so much jobs where people are not deemed essential. For those parents who are still fortunate to still be working, they're finding that it's getting harder and harder to choose between being able to provide for their children and or focusing on their children's education. Because when you send your child to school during a normal school year, the teacher or teachers are there to ensure your child is getting educated. Unfortunately, during the pandemic, there is no teacher around other than the virtual teacher. And the virtual teacher is it's not there in person where she can guide your child through their education. So as a parent, if you're going to work, 
A, who's watching your child, B, who's ensuring that your child gets their educational work done. Unfortunately, while there was a good camaraderie between Kelly and mine, this different views on homeschooling, it looks like homeschool for now is going to be the new normal. And a lot of parents are worrying how they're going to survive an entire school year homeschooling their child. A lot of times parents have said, unfortunately, back to school is kind of like a vacation for them because it means that they get a mini break from their children. Not to say that they don't love their children, but sometimes during the summer, you spend a lot of time with your kids or most parents even adjust their work schedule to be there to have some activities with their kids. Well, the pandemic has kept everybody indoors, sometimes almost 24-7, depending in what area you live, if you feel safe enough to go outside with a mask or not. So, Kelly, any final thoughts on encouraging parents and or listeners how they can survive a school year at home homeschooling their children with just the help of a virtual teacher? Well, it's, uh, again, it's a little bit blindsided because of the experience that I have left from and the experiences that I reach for. But um, I would go with keep them on that routine, allow them to recognize that now they are even more responsible, that education is so important that on the weekends, like normal, not during the weekday, but on the weekends, they are able to connect with a student uh, via communication, pretty much like we are doing now, that maybe um, they can develop a, a room where children can call in and exchange uh, the information that they are receiving through these virtual studies and be able to actually speak to another student live or as live as possible, uh, depending on the grades. I believe that as they continue to receive information, they also should realize that there is going to be a level of social exchange grading that will take place, that they are not just bookworms to receive the information and have the knowledge, but that they are going to be applying and exchanging that information, whether it is with someone that is of greater understanding than themselves or someone that is of lesser understanding than themselves. And the parents should um, also have them to understand that they realize that it's a little bit frustrating Children look for a break from their parents. It is not just parents looking for a break from their children. (laughs) That is true. What about you, Corinne? Any final thoughts or advice? Um, I I do agree with um, what Tella was saying. Before this whole epidemic, when my godson was much younger, he'll be 19 next month. Um, but when he was a child, at one point I was going to or considering taking custody of him. Um, and I looked into homeschooling just because it would have made my life easier. Um, 
but I, I definitely do think that it's a way to go. Um, just have to, like Keller said, you have to make sure that you have structure. Um, otherwise, they're going to run amok. And um, I think that with homeschool, we're going to see that children are going to be more independent. So they're going to grow up to be more independent individuals. Um, the only setback is if you don't have a certain structure um, set up so that they can interact with other people in real life, you may um, notice that you'll have a, a bunch of adults that are socially awkward. Um, so that's the only setback if you don't incorporate them actually physically interacting with other children or other people their age, that they may grow up to be socially awkward and not know how to interact with people face-to-face. I do agree with what both you ladies have to say tonight. Thank you so much for your thoughts and advice. For me, while I am not a parent, my only advice is to do the best that you can. And education is the most important thing that we can give our children out there because, as Corinne has said and Kelly has said, they are the future. So, unfortunately, the pandemic is either or is not going to go anywhere, and homeschool is here to stay until it is safe enough for children to go back into school. So the best advice anyone can give out there is, it is true, keep your children on a schedule as if they are attending regular school. Like, make sure to give incentives, even though normally we, it is a little encouragement to keep your child focused. And finally, Set aside a space in your house that is going to be the schoolroom or whatever it is that you, your family choose to call it. Just set aside a designated area for your child to do their schoolwork in, not anywhere where they can be distracted, no toys, no TV, and most of all, for it to be quiet so they can focus on learning whatever it is that they need to learn. So hang in there, parents. It's going to be an interesting school year. With that, we're going to call it a night. Join us next time on Clutch Podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Thank you. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, clutch on to your best friend and stay tuned.